0: It's official! Every Wednesday is going to be Warrior Wednesday. I'm going to bring on very special guests to help give you the motivation you need to take hold of your own transformation and healing from your past trauma so that you can step more deeply into your higher purpose and create a successful business around it. Today is no different. I have Rachel Grant. She is a gentle, kind-hearted, strong, empowered woman that is going to share her personal story with childhood sexual trauma and how it has shaped her life and her ability to stand in her higher purpose serving others. Before we get rolling, I just have a special request. Please leave a review and a good one because by doing that, it helps the algorithms and it helps me reach more people so that Rachel and I can make a bigger impact on the world, transforming lives. Thank you. You're listening to the Cosmic Valkyrie. I'm your host, Lynn Louise. My Dharma is to help you through rapid recovery from past trauma. My rapid recovery method will call your voice back home so you can reconnect with your inner wisdom and trust moving you from observer to creator and manifesting the life that you've always desired. I combined ancient healing and wisdom with subconscious reprogramming to help you ascend and align with your higher purpose. You will integrate with your cosmic consciousness to create the expansion and success you came to earth to experience. I'm honored you're here. Before we get started, let me state my standard disclaimer, that all the answers on this podcast and in general are for informational and educational purposes only, and in no way a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. Hey, Cosmic Warriors, it's Lynn Louise, the Cosmic Valkyrie. I'm here with an open-hearted, compassionate woman. Rachel has stepped out of her past trauma and embraced her higher purpose and her dharma for helping others. She has an amazing story that I'm sure a lot of you can connect with. So first I want Rachel to just introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, who you serve.
1: Thank you Lynn so much for having me. Hello everybody listening. Uh, I'm Rachel Grant And I work with uh, survivors of childhood sexual abuse who are really at a very particular stage in their healing process. They've reached that place where they are just sick and tired of that feeling of being broken, unfixable, nothing's ever going to change. This is just the way it's going to be. But there is still this little spark of hope in them of like, no, like something's got to give. I can't keep living this way. And they're really ready to break free from the pain of the past and move on with their lives. And so I've been doing this work for 14 years now, and I have the joy of being able to work with people all over the country, all over the world, as I guide them through my Beyond Surviving program, which is the step-by-step process that ultimately came about from my own journey of healing that I now share with others.
0: I love it. Let's dive into that journey because Mm -hmm. I believe that our stories are what connects our hearts to each other. And when somebody hears your own personal story through this, it gives them hope of their own transformation because you and I both know complete healing is possible. So just to share a little bit about where you started, how this all began with you and set everything into motion.
1: So when I was uh, growing up in Oklahoma, I'm a country girl at heart, though I am based in San Francisco now and much more woo and eat kale and all the good things (laughs) of (laughs) California. (laughs) Um, But I was growing up in, you know, my small town, Oklahoma, and my grandfather came to live with our family when I was five years old. And uh, Lynn, I was really excited about that I I had an older brother and sister but they didn't really you know pay me much attention And so when Grandpa came on the scene I was like ah oh, captive audience right And he and I hung out a lot. He was really a friend and a companion and somebody who I, I really adored And uh, along the way when I if we fast forward to when I was 10 years old, uh, we did a lot of front porch sitting Um, you know, growing up in the country. And so we were out on the front porch swing and cuddled up. I always like to be close and cuddly and um, affectionate. But this particular day, my grandfather reached and touched my breast. I remember thinking he didn't realize what he was doing, that it was just like, oh, a little slip of the hand or a mistake. And so I started to kind of wiggle and move, but he gripped a hold of me and kind of locked me down. And I realized, no, this is, something's happening here, though I had no clue what I did what, right? I had no reference, no context, no understanding. And so that was the day that this sexual abuse and molestation began. You know, when I I did finally kind of break away from him and I, I ran to the bedroom and crying, upset, confused, awash immediately with all sorts of shame. I didn't know it was shame but the feelings of what did I do? I must've caused this. What's wrong with me? And the abuse kept happening and it escalated until one day my mom happened to walk by and she saw him touching me and she came tearing out onto that porch like a mama bear and was like, Oh no, and snatched me away. And um, they immediately, my mom and dad immediately got him out of the house, but I didn't really understand. And And neither really did they, that just removing him was not enough. I have so much gratitude for all that they did to try to support me. But ultimately, I I didn't want help. Ultimately, I wanted to just pretend that everything was okay. And so let's bury this. Let's forget about it. Though, of course, you know, that doesn't work. And so I suffered quite a bit through my teen years, up until I went to college. And I met someone who really started to help me acknowledge the pain that I was in the fact that this trauma was still impacting my life that I was still suffering as a result of all of it and so I started counseling I started doing the things that we do to try to get better along the way that relationship turned into a love affair and then turned into a marriage and then turned into an abusive relationship and so I was in that for 10 years so I'm on one hand trying to heal from this childhood trauma at the same time being verbally and physically abused. And when we divorced, it was a big turning point in my life. I was sitting in my new apartment. Life had been very stripped down. And I just had one of those moments of what the hell. And yeah, it was just a, like, what the hell, Rachel? Like, are you really going to keep living this way? Are you going to keep going the way that you've been going? Or is, is something going to change? And that was really the moment that sparked just a fire for me. And I decided I've got to figure this out. I've got to understand how to actually heal. Because the resources that I'm accessing, the things that I'm doing, the groups, the books, the therapy, they're helping, but they're not addressing the questions I actually have. Like, what do I actually do about this? How do I actually change my effing life? Right? Rather than just continuing
0: to like, oh, I'm coping. <laughs> oh, you know, me. I'm, and <laughs> I'm getting by. Think- The truth is, so many of us are taught that if therapy doesn't work, then you just have to learn to deal with it. And so, for decades, you sit around and you're just trying to cope until the next time you have to go into therapy. And every time you leave, you feel like that's it. Like that's as good as it gets. There has to be more. Agreed. And you're sitting there going, I'm meant for more. I know I'm here for more. Yes. Why am I having such a hard time and why am I struggling so hard?
1: Yeah, I agree, Lynn. It's, you know, for me, the way that I I phrase that is trauma is not a life sentence. We are not meant to spend the rest of our lives, you know, hurt and in pain by the choices that somebody else made to cause harm. And so bit by bit, I just started experimenting. I started reading a lot. I eventually did my master's in counseling psychology and studied neuroscience. and, And really, that's where things started to shift for me quite a bit. When I started to really understand the neuroscience of trauma, I mean that experience with my grandfather, plus others, plus others, plus others, of course, right, um, had really shaped my the neuronal pathways in my brain had impacted my nervous system regulation or dysregulation. Really, at that time, I have a very kind of pragmatic mind. It was like, okay, so if this is the injury, if this is what's kind of not working, then what's the antidote? What's the solution? What's the practice strategy, mindset, skill? That will actually help me come out of that injury and so putting all of that together trying it out on myself and then in the early days a few women brave souls <laughs> were like okay let's try this let's see if it works for us too but for me really the intention of why i work as a coach and not a therapist is because i'm i'm very interested in facilitating a conversation not just kind of sitting and absorbing and witnessing. That's an important stage in healing. Like we need that space, but we don't want to get stuck there.
0: You yourself gave yourself permission and took responsibility for your own healing. You did all the work, you dug it up, and now you're delivering it in like a fraction of the time that it takes others to find out for themselves. You're giving them the tools. So I love that you bring up that you chose to be a coach rather than the restrictions that come with therapy and counseling because it is a conversation when you are helping someone heal when you are taking their hand you Mm -hmm. have to have this compassionate open heart that is just like i am here to listen i'm here to talk to you i'm here for anything and i think so many of us are taught that therapy is the answer if we don't have that lifeline then we're just out there floating like a bubble, just trying to figure out where we're supposed to land. Yeah. You can't get complete healing on your own. You and I know that yeah, like we that put all true. this work into it, but at the same time, we hired coaches, we hired mentors. Okay. We continue to, I'm sure you do too, yes, yeah. because it's a state of evolution. And when you start feeling good, you want to keep that going for as mm-hmm. long as possible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I really think of it as mentorship as being a guide in someone's life. And there's a period of time in which I'm a guide around getting complete about the past, helping people integrate the trauma so that it becomes a part of the narrative of their their story and their life experience and lived experience, but it's not the focal point, it's not the where the spotlight is. And then after that, it's about, you know, mentorship around life Because exactly life keeps happening. (laughs) Things happen. And so having perspective, having somebody to, you know, soundboard off of, having someone to help you continue to up level your tools. And really, you know, what we were talking about earlier is coming into our passion. And so when we clear out a lot of that trauma that takes so much energy to try to mitigate and manage and make it through the day, when you're not spending your energy on that, all of a sudden you look up and you go, Oh my God, I want to change the world. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. I want to like be a better, you know, person in my family. And so then having mentoring, mentorship and guidance around how to really get that momentum going and lean in to what it is you really want to do with your time here. Like for me, Lynn, where I get most pissed off is like when people miss out on their lives
0: so and the much. things
1: that you were meant to do and feel and be and have because of this
0: bullshit. I hope it's okay to curse. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> You know, I, I can tote it back. I can tote it back. My can... audience is uh, surprised when I don't land enough. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, you know, but um, it's like, for me, that that is the thing that I am passionate about is like, get your life back, live your life.
0: And I think that so many of us women have watched our grandmothers and mothers lose their life to depression, terrible relationships. It is so exhausting to live in struggle and pain. It takes everything away from you. I love that share from you and that you spend so much time and energy in that, that you can't see the rest of it, that you don't even know the possibilities that you're just like Mm -hmm. in this murk. And when you clear all that out, it's like, oh my God, now I don't even know the roadmap. Now that I'm happy, what do I do with all this? Like, what do I do with all this knowledge when you're healed and you have this higher sense of consciousness and you're operating from a new operation system? You're like, I can help other people. 97% of the population that is not doing this work. Mm -hmm. There's really an only a fraction of us that are out there doing this. So we're trying to create this army. And when those women and men just have that enlightened experience and they realize that this work needs to be done, it is so amazing to see that brightness within them.
1: It's a beautiful thing to see, you know, people who start in this work with me from a place of, it's almost like they're, they're scared to dare to dream and, you know, anything from, oh, I'm never going to be in a relationship. I'm done, you know, I'm over it to, oh, now I'm married and I have a family. I just had my first child. Like life can transform who you think you can be. It's really limited when you're in the trauma. Once you have perspective and clarity, you shed all of the lies and all of the things that you came to believe about yourself because of somebody else's pain. And you get back into alignment with your authentic self, your genuine self, like your best, most wonderful self, then you go out into the world and you just live differently and you do differently. That doesn't mean that you don't have bad days or that things don't come up, but how you navigate those bad days is fundamentally different. And that's really, for me, like exactly the experience. When I look at life today, I'm like, whoa, if you had told my 18-year-old self that I could be living in San Francisco, that I could be in love with just a sexy, wonderful, intelligent, fascinating, creative, hardworking, compassionate, loving man, like life is peaceful. Like that's one of the biggest changes for me, Lynn, is going from that place of constant chaos
0: up and down and up and down to just peaceful. The ultimate goal is to be in alignment and live in a state mm-hmm. of meditation, not have a meditation practice, but live meditation, right? Love that. And I know that my San Francisco sister here is all <laughs> woo, right?
1: It's been a process. I have, I tell my friends, I have these two internal voices. I have like my San Francisco voice now and my Oklahoma voice. And sometimes Oklahoma girl is like, really, Rachel? Really? <laughs> Like, are you sure? You know, but then my San Francisco voice is like, no, this is amazing. Let's do that.
0: All you have to do is walk down through the Castro and it will all be washed away, right? It's true. It's true. It is the sense of peace and calm. Mm -hmm. And when you're in the noise of struggle, it's really hard to hear that from people that that is possible. Any of my listeners can join Rachel Grant's Facebook group and see that there are thousands of women in there learning how to calm and live in peace. And I'm sure you are more than welcome to join. Before we head off, I want you to share how people can find you and maybe what you have to offer.
1: Sure. Thank you. So yes, the Facebook group is a great place to come and be in community. There are men in this community as well, which I adore and love because we're all healing together. And I think having conversations, you know, people for the men having conversations with women, right. For the women having conversations with men, realizing that, Hey, this idea that I've gotten that all people of a certain gender are dangerous or bad is being challenged every day in that group. And it is just a really great safe space to ask questions, get support, Another place you can go is, of course, my website, rachelgrantcoaching.com, and you can learn more about the Beyond Surviving program. I offer a group program for women two times a year, February and August. I also have a 28-day program that people can check out. That's a great foundation program, and it's offered on a sliding scale, pay what you can. I also have a monthly support group that's donation-based. So in other words, there's really literally, uh, it's impossible not to connect with me in some way. Whether, you know, you're looking for something kind of low touch or something very high touch, either way, I'm very happy to be here as a resource support, however I can be.
0: It is absolutely open heart and beautiful that you offer sliding scale. I don't Mm -hmm. hear that very often from coaches and there are people Mm -hmm. out there that need that option. So that's super exciting. I am so happy that you connected here with us today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm sure it will touch the hearts and pull at the strings that connect all of us very tightly.
1: Thanks, Lynn. It's been nice to be here with you. Nice to get to know you a little today. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. If you love helping others, then please share this via social media with your friends and family. If you found value in it, they will too. Also, if you have questions, I'm here for you. You can email questions to thecosmicvalkyrie at gmail.com. I may even use one of your questions for future podcast episodes. And finally, I do have a personal request. I believe that we're all here to help each other heal, grow, and evolve. So if you would please leave a nice review on iTunes, I would be forever grateful and together we could transform more lives.